In today's special episode, we have some awesome special guests that we had have in, in our past season, uh, Jonathan and Amanda Textera. They are the founders of WalletWin, and they help Catholics master their finances, attack debt, build savings, and change the world through generosity. And we actually had them on our podcast to share their new book that they have published, um, which is called How to Attack Debt, Build Savings, and Change the World Through Generosity, A Catholic Guide to Managing Your Money. So we talked about um, their book, like how they, like the whole story of why they decided to write this book, how it's going to impact the church. And we also talked about like for for all of you who are still discerning marriage, preparing for marriage, discern, like in that stage, like what are those money fears? What are the things that are really holding you back from saying yes and doing God's will for your life in marriage? And how do you actually overcome those fears? Um, we talk so much about this and we had such a fruitful conversation. So make sure after you uh, listen to this episode to to buy their book, go to walletwin.com backslash book to check that out. And follow them on all, all their Insta- Instagram, Facebook. They have a podcast, like all that great things. We kind of share the information at the end of the episode to get connect with them. But we know that this is going to really bear fruit in your lives and helping you have that confidence and clarity in that area of finances in your relationship. So with that being said, let's go ahead and cue the intro and let's get started. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship so that you can say yes to God's call to marriage with confidence and live out your vocation with excellence? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Filino. We'll help you transform your relationship and become the holy couple God is calling you to be so that you can discern and answer God's call to marriage with more clarity, confidence, and peace. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We're so excited to have another special guest on our show. They have been on our show in the pre- in one of our previous episodes in season one of our podcast. And we're so excited to have them back on our show to share us with something super exciting with their ministry. And I just want to share a little bit about them. If you haven't listened to our episode, but it was around finances, but we have our good friends and special guests, Jonathan and Amanda Textera. And uh, they are the founders of Wallet Win, where they help Catholics just like us and just like you to master your finances, to attack debt, to build your savings, and to change the world with generosity. And we're so excited that they're here um, in this in this show because they have this new book that is out that we're so excited to to talk about. We're going to be talking about all about their their new book that was just recently published everything about finances and how this is really going to benefit you on your journey to marriage. So, um, yeah, we're so excited to, to have you and John, uh, Jonathan and Amanda. Thank you so much for your time and thank you for being on our show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's a real pleasure. Thanks. Yeah. So I love, I would love to hear your story because you, you did write a story in this book, um, mm-hmm. which is how to attack debt, build savings and change the world 
through generosity, a Catholic guide to managing your money. This is really exciting. And like, once I got this in the, in the mail, I'm like, this is so solid. And it's like so well put. <laughs> and like, I was just flipping through the pages. I'm like, wow, this is quality stuff. Um, but I would like to know your story on why you decided to write this book, because we're actually in the process of doing this as well. And it's kind of scary and like crazy and this whole like how how we feel like god is pulling us in this direction we would like to know like your backstory mm -hmm. and why you decided to write this book and like the impact that you wanted to leave um with this resource yeah so the story goes like this we had some plans and then a pandemic happened all our plans went out the window and then god gave us some new plans <laughs> and i think that that's many people's <laughs> story over the last couple of years uh but when covid hit we had a lot of things lined up that we were excited about and the book was kind of a years years out um but then when a lot of those things left or were punted way into the future it made room for the book to come up front. And it was actually a really good time because um, if you guys remember April, May, 2020, we were getting flooded with questions about personal finance. People were freaked out, they were scared, they were losing their jobs left and right. They just, they had no idea what was gonna happen. And it was kind of this ultimate wake up call. Um, I forget who says it, is it Warren Buffett who says when the tide goes out, you can tell who was skinny dipping. And the whole world got a, got a little bit of an awakening on what was going on and the real status of their personal finances in that moment. And we knew that, okay, we needed to get this book into the family's hands who need it because we don't know how long this is going to last or how long it's going to ripple. Here we are almost two years later and it's still rippling. Um, and so we knew we got we to gotta start writing this ASAP because we want this, what's going to be in it to bless those who need this. Yeah, and it also, by taking our wallet win method, putting it down in the book, it makes it really accessible, very easy for people to pick up, to go through, to give it as a gift to other folks, to newlyweds, to their children, uh, any, you know, their neighbor, whoever it is. Uh, so it, it allows us to reach more people with, um, with our, with our wallet win method and with the, with the message of using your finances well so that we can change the world through generosity. Mm. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, yeah, this definitely is going to bless a lot of families because we're all looking for a resource where we could understand it, where it's also in alignment with our values. Ooh, and yes. this resource is it because there's a lot of financial books out there that we kind of have to like pick and choose from and mm -hmm. discern like, oh, is this is this actually something we should be doing? Is this um, in alignment with our faith? Mm hmm. Yeah, because I was reading the first first chapter, and I love how you're like bringing aspects of the Catholic faith, like the saints, like story of the saints, the like scripture, and all these things. Even though it's not supposed to be like fully a biblical book, but like pulling from the things that we that how we live our our faith, and really just putting it hand in hand. Versus you know, money is one thing, and then our faith is another. But like bringing it together, I feel like you guys did so well in this book, and um, it's something like again. When we started learning about finances, we had, to, as Catholics, we had to figure out, like, is this guru, is this mm, teacher mm -hmm. actually teaching things that are going to be good for our souls, too? And we were, right. we were wrestling back and forth, back and forth. I don't know if that's something that, like, you guys 
like when when you were on your journey i don't know if this is like something that you guys already knew when it comes to like finances before but would you mind kind of like sharing that whole that whole journey of like how you learn this whole thing yeah well mm. like like most people uh, I came out of the wound with a full knowledge of how to handle money responsibly, <laughs> and I never made any mistakes. <laughs> yes. Not. <laughs> uh, rather, like most people, I had no idea what I was doing. And even though I'd say my, when I look back now Your as an adult, a good job. I'd say my parents were, are, and are rather responsible. They just uh, didn't know how with, to with their finances and translate it. And it was it was just wasn't uh, explicitly taught. Mm -hmm. I saw some things and I think about it now. Oh, I see what they were doing. But as a kid, I didn't pick up on, on what right. was happening with the money and all that. So I was guessing mostly as I came into adulthood um, and I was doing what I was calling bank balance budgeting, which means if I wanted to buy something like, um, like in this computer thing, uh, I would check my bank balance. Oh. And, and the price tag. So, okay, this thing costs like $257. Well, I have $290. I guess I can buy it. <laughs> and, and then I would be surprised when I had rent to figure out, out how to pay day. rent or buy my groceries <laughs> or any of the other necessities in my life. And that is main contributor uh, to why we had a pile of debt when we got married. Mm-hmm. But when we, so we came home from our honeymoon, actually, where we had our, our first money fight because we'd put the honeymoon on a credit card. And then I saw, I checked email while I was on the honeymoon cause just because I'm a type of person that would do that. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good thing, but I saw that the bill was coming due and we, you know, quickly made a plan to get that paid, paid off. But when we came home, we tallied up everything and we had $25,000 in debt and just realized like, oh my goodness, that's about almost as much as we fundraise in, in a given year because we were on staff with a nonprofit organization fundraising our whole income at that time. Um, so we got to get a plan here. Otherwise, we're literally just going to pay bills, pay debt and die. And this sounds like a plan for nobody. Nobody should live that way. I don't want to live like that. Where's room to give? Where's room to grow our family? Where's a vacation? Every, you know, mm -hmm. just simple things. <clears throat> And um, so we decided to start learning more about money. And of course, we ran into, you know, plenty of uh, different books that are out there. One of probably the biggest influences on our early days was uh, Dave Ramsey. He's a non-denominational Christian teaching about personal finance. And I'd say he certainly helped us get out of debt that year. Um, so we, we paid off all our debt in that first year of marriage. And then after that, we began to grow our savings. We built a home. We paid cash for adoptions and our next vehicles. And we in, began investing and blah, 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 started a business. But at some point, we started leading Financial Peace University, like a, a maybe it's a Dave's year program. after, which is Dave's program. And our while we were going through it, we kept having to hit pause and to say, okay, wait, 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 wait. He just said this, but let's let's fill in, okay, encyclical, this, this encyclical said this actually, or the catechism actually says this. We kind of had to fill in the blanks, mm -hmm. fill in the gaps, um, and in some instances, flat out call out particular heresy. You know, I don't think he's meaning to commit that, but it was, <laughs> and we just had to call it like it is. And then it began and sparked in us a desire to learn more because 
up till that point, we had not dug into the riches of the church in her wisdom on money. And there is so much, not only in encyclicals or in the catechism, of course, in scripture, um, but then we've got the lives of the saints. We've had, we had Aquinas think about personal finances rather intensely and deeply in his philosophical way, which is a gift to all of us. We've watched countless saints, some called to give up everything, and renounce money altogether, some entrusted with massive amounts of wealth, and they they stewarded it well for God and his kingdom, and everybody in between, and they've all still pursued holiness and now are saints in heaven. Mm-hmm. So we've wanted to kind of begin bringing in that richness into what we taught about money. And what is, uh, I, I like, I mean, of course I like it, it's our book, but what I think <laughs> we did a good job in is, you were talking about with your, so when you're trying to figure out this, and one, you have to figure out, okay, what, what sources am I going to? Where am I learning from? And so in our book, when we outline the Waltwin method, it t- takes you from the very beginning of, I haven't really thought about money before. How do I start? And we take you all the way through, you know, you're retired and you are, you've cranked up your generosity to 11 in every step in between. And it's a very practical step-by-step system. Um, and so they're like, so that, so that boom, you don't need a separate book on how to budget or how to, what's, what's going on with investments or how to save for college or any of that. It's all right here. But also, so there you kind of the practical part we've covered, but then as a Catholic and how do we live out the faith? There's so many ways to uh, express our faith in our daily life. And we bring just a, a, a thoroughly um, faithful and orthodox approach to living out the faith practically with your money. Um, we talk about you know what the church teaches, what we're asked to do, and we, we help you understand what's going on so you can make the decision on how you wanna live it out, right? That's the beauty of our Catholic faith is it can express itself in so many different ways in different people's lives. And so none of these things I think in the, in the book are gonna be asking you to go way above and beyond in craziness uh, and, and start to say, you know, this is required, that this is what you have to do, even if the church, you know, the church doesn't necessarily teach that. We're gonna bring what, what she teaches and leave it up for you to see how you adopt it, but it's all right there and you can make your choice. I love it. I love it. That's so powerful. And I love like that the book is not like super like theological because there's sometimes like when I was like, oh, it's going to be a Catholic book, finances. Like, I wonder if they're going to make it like so like high level that I'm not going to really understand it. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what I tend like. That's what tends to happen when I read like Catholic books. Um, But this one was like so this one's so plain and simple and just like it makes sense. Yeah, it makes so much sense. And like that first chapter, like for all of you guys who are listening to that, when you read that first chapter, it will like reshape everything that you might think about when it comes to money. Because I I never knew like what is money? Like we, there is the conversation in the book where it talks about like, what is money? Is it good? Is it bad? I never had those conversations. I just thought like, okay, this is what I have to do. Here's money like figure it out and I'm just like swiping my car and just not knowing what, what I was doing <laughs> in my early adulthood. And I racked up a bunch of debt too and I had to get myself out of it. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate that. For those who are listening to to get this book, go to walletwin.com backslash book, walletwin.com backslash book. Like get this book, it's really powerful. We're gonna go, we're gonna dive in a little bit more as well because one of the things that Jonathan me- mentioned was this whole walletwin method. Ooh, 
this what is this that? what is this proprietary framework that they have <laughs> that I, I, I want to talk about because it sounds really cool because like what what they said in this book it's not oh i'm just going to teach you like one part of finances it's literally everything like this book is solid you guys there's like 260 pages in this book of everything you need to know um so would you mind talking about the wallet me the wallet win method briefly in regards mm -hmm. to like what that what that is and how how would the the readers like benefit from that method like coming out of reading this entire book like what are the benefits what are the things that they would learn mm -hmm. so the wallet win method we like to describe it as <clears throat> kind of like a a paint by numbers approach to handling your money you know there is there is many ways that are you'll find a financial guru on that has every angle on how to manage your money it can get more complicated in a second if you do one internet search on how to do x y or z on money oh my goodness you'll find 19 different angles about how to get to that exact result we wanted to just cut through the noise and give people a simple a simple <laughs> sorry that was a combination of the word simple and proven <laughs> simple yes. simple and proven path forward where they didn't have to do all the research they could just trust that this has been verified and worked through by many people before them and that they can't really screw it up and we wanted it to just take people kind of like a a conveyor belt to the end result every single time. And so that's how we set it up and designed it. And it's comprised of four different financial phases, which kind of bring with them different attitudes, behaviors, and habits that you need to develop around your money. Uh, and then in those phases, we have 12 different money milestones that we want to help people accomplish along the way. And the reason we break it up into 12 different milestones is because um, we oftentimes meet people trying to do seven things with their money all at once, but all it does is just water down their progress, water down their results, and they never get a win. And then something, they do run into a financial catastrophe, you know, that does happen to, on average, most of us, every few years, we're going to run into something. Um, and then they, they'll toss their hands up and say, well, this just isn't worth it. It doesn't work. Um, and so they just give up everything. So the milestones get people focused and accomplishing things on a regular basis. So they feel like they are getting that tangible result and they are making progress, which is important to our brains. If we don't ever get a win, we are going to give up. <laughs> and that's true in basically any area of life we're trying to grow in. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's why God is so generous too. When we start to try to grow in our relationship with him, he knows that about us because he created our brains. And so, you know, he gives us um, so much of, the, the good feelings, the positive feelings, we're in that state of consolation. Um, you know, he knows that about us. So then we can remember that and cling to that in the hard times. And then uh, he gives them to us again when we need it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Waltwin method uh, with, its, with its phases and then the step-by-step -step money milestones help boil down what you're supposed to do to finance in an easy to follow method. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have uh, some advanced degree in economics. You just need to go, you just need to understand, okay, this is my goal right now and I'm going to go after it. And that's it. And with, if you can do that, you'll see some real progress and, and start uh, making some headway towards your goals. Love it. It sounds like you guys are just making it so easy for the many people that you do serve. 
And I think that's really important to have those wins because that, that is true. Like if you can't achieve the small wins, then you're just gonna be like, well, that's too daunting. Mm -hmm. Let me go like find something easier or let me look for what's something I could achieve in even though it's a little less. Yeah, it's like step one, build wealth. What? 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 what do I do? <laughs> I, right, yeah. that would be really scary. Yeah, yeah. The when when you're coming to make any change in your life, whether it's in our in our lifestyle, in our attitudes, in our habits, whatever it is, the biggest uh, thing that we're up against is the status quo. Is the way I'm just doing it. Just the way I'm living my life. I've kind of settled into it. It's not taking. A lot of extra effort right now but right to make a change to adopt a healthier habit or to be more intentional in something like your finances it takes a little bit of work maybe some mental work maybe some discipline and it can be a little bit hard so that's why we've, we've structured it so the beginning money milestones you can knock them out you can see some progress you're gonna feel the progress and right your brain's gonna be lighting up with all those happy brain chemicals as you move forward to keep you motivated and, and when you think back on it, when you think about this is getting a little tough, you can go, well, you know, I did the other stuff. I can probably do this. And uh, it's all structured to help people be successful. Mm, I love it. I love it. So everybody, like if you want to learn this wallet win method, you want a, you want a more simple, like research-based proven plan that actually produces results, not just like fluff and, you know, all these things, but actually, because literally in this book, there are success stories of, of people that they've coached in their community that use this method that gets the results that you want. So like that in itself, like the results is what we're trying to look for, right? We're trying to, we're trying to see if like this actually works and it works. So go to walletwin.com backslash book to grab your, your copy. And uh, it's such a, such a great investment. Um, I, I kind of want to like turn into now like our community because mm -hmm. our community are, are not married yet and one of the things that we hear like whenever we do our events like we always ask them like what are your biggest challenges of like getting engaged getting married like what are those things and we the number one thing is finances like we always mm -hmm. hear like finances oh you know finances is the reason why we're not married right now finances is the the thing that's stopping me from from saying yes to god's call to marriage like all these things and it's kind of like it's kind of it's kind of scary it's kind of scary and I, I would like to know like from you guys having to work with a lot of people in this in this area like what do you feel like where's this fear coming from for um these catholics because they're because marriage is like such a such a beautiful vocation to to say yes to and you know like the whole divine providence like god will provide you everything like it even says um, like God will provide you everything when you're a sac when you're a sacrament, like he'll provide you all the graces, the research, like everything to live that vocation out. But mm -hmm. yet we're still so afraid and we feel like we don't have enough. Would you mind sharing with us? Like maybe what are the biggest limiting beliefs that I guess these, these couples are having around finances that are getting them stuck and how, mm -hmm. like, how would you best like help them to like overcome those hurdles around finances? Yeah, I think you are definitely right that there's a lot of fear when we are approaching maybe something new in our life, a new phase, you know, getting engaged, getting married, having kids, a big move, discerning religious life, whatever it is. Uh, and 
have it in the book and it's been a little while since we wrote it, but I know we've got, there's some statistics in there about, um, you know, these studies where they found, oh yeah, this percentage of people are delaying getting married, Mm -hmm. having kids, these big life issues. And so money uh, and not understanding it well is holding people back from living their life, from saying yes to God. And that is really the reason behind the book, behind everything we do with Wallet Win, mm-hmm. is we wanna free people up from money stress and worry and doubt and, and uh, shame so that they can move forward in their life saying yes to God. Mm-hmm. Now, I think a lot of that fear can come from maybe two places. Um, somewhat related. The first is like wanting everything to be set, everything to be perfect. I don't want to make any mistakes. So I need to get it all Mm. ready before we move forward, right? I need to make sure my stuff's in order before we get married. Like a fear of failure. Yeah. I I want to make sure we're good before we have kids, whatever it is. Um, And everything's going to be crazy. Life is crazy, man. Stuff happens no matter how well prepared you are. However, in order you think your stuff is, it's messy and it's gonna get messier. And so we might as well just move forward and embrace it, right? Um, <laughs> you're in love with this person. So like, you're here, you're hitched, you know? Why wouldn't you, why not try to tackle some of these things together? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's that, but then also with this fear of, of, I want this all figured out, but then also maybe we don't quite know the status of what's going on. I don't really know what's going on with my money. I'm, I, uh, I don't know, I'd, I know I'm not doing too much intentionally with it. So it's probably not that great. Um, or I just feel like I'm, I'm just, I always see that bank account balance. It's always pretty low and it makes me really uncomfortable. Or I've had that, I've, I've had my card decline. I've had, uh, you know, transactions not go through before. And I'm just, I don't know what to do about this. And I, I don't know. Right. So whether it's an opportunity to be generous and make a, a donation, whether it's moving forward into life together as you know getting married whatever it might be there's a fear there because i don't know what's going on i don't know if i can put money in the collection basket because that might be my rent that might be my groceries i don't know if i can provide for a family because i really don't know what's going on with my finances and i don't know the status of it i don't know where all my money's going but if you learn how to handle your money, you understand your relationship with it and how your your person your personal unique approach to money is, then you can understand what's going on with it and shape your behavior to to be in charge of it, right? To have goals, to meet them, and that your money is actually a tool allowing you to meet your goals instead of um, a, a resource that there just isn't enough of that's holding you back from your dreams. Mm-hmm. And I would add to that, um, I do think there is a legitimacy to the fears that a lot of um, recent college graduates face. Um, You know, there could be a whole, this is another podcast episode probably (laughs) to discuss the ethical nature of student loans and the industry and how it's grown over the years. But it is not uncommon for us to run into 23-year-olds that have a philosophy degree and $160,000 in debt and there's literally no jobs for them. I think there's a problem there, on, you know, from an academia standpoint. How, why are we even allowing people to get into this situation? But then I think that there's a fear of the, you know, the 23-year-old who just didn't quite comprehend what that financial decision was going to look like and how it was going to play into their 20s. And there can be a lot of shame there, and not wanting to have somebody else who maybe they're dating 
um, somebody who's maybe doing a lot better financially. So they feel intimidated. They feel like they're going to be a burden. They feel like they don't want to have this person pay off their debt for them. But these are all completely hogwash. If you're called to marriage, just get married mm. and then you do this together. You climb the mountain together. It's so much easier to accomplish your life dreams and goals together. And, you know, it's yours together at that point, not his and hers. I think there's another thing there, um, and this is a this is probably another podcast episode too. But it's the influence of social media, and rather, I should say, the negative influence of social media. I think millennials were the first um, to be hit by this, but we were kind of, um, you know, we got a lot of newspaper articles written about how bold and entitled we were for wanting to have the lifestyle that right out of college that took our parents 25 years to create. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's only gotten worse. And because people that are, you know, 19, 20, they're getting on and they're seeing, oh, this influencer who's 21 has already traveled the world for three years, staying in luxury resorts. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> and there's this pressure of like, oh my gosh, if I if I'm not like on a beach and driving a sports car, like I'm the I'm this loser, and I have to like get to a certain status point before I can do anything or be of value or be worthy. And I think that keeps people stuck too, mm -hmm. um, you know. And that again, you you get married and you figure it out from there and finances included and no your life once you get married and have kids it's not going to be perfect it's not going to look like an instagram reel uh but it's going to be better because it's going to be real it's going to be making you holy and it's going to be sanctifying you mm, right and i i definitely get that with like the social media um that's where so many of us are experiencing fomo because they see so-and-so has this cool thing or they traveled there and it's just it just people are willing to put themselves into debt so they can you know keep up with oh. the joneses and the wedding stuff like, oh. oh my god oh have, my goodness the wedding like <laughs> i need to have one of those and i don't have the money to afford one of those so therefore i shouldn't get married right it's like all yes so scary yeah and yeah. the average wedding nowadays is just is over thirty thousand oh. dollars um and we we there we know people that have become bankrupt from the wedding bills um and that's a one heck of a kick to to have to start your marriage mm -hmm. um but yeah that, that there's another thing a mindset shift could you have you know a wedding that you could actually budget for and pay cash for could you have a twenty five hundred dollar reception where you serve cake coffee and you have all, you know, your closest friends and family around. Mm -hmm. You could, yeah. but it does, it's different. It's wild. We, we hear the story, you know, we, uh, there's these little family traditions, right? That, that are unique to each one. And one that's unique with Amanda's family is this, this, they're not Polish, but at every big <laughs> occasion in the, and on her father's side of the family, there's Polish sausage available. Uh, all the weddings, all the Christmas parties, it's there from a particular uh, meat place here in Omaha. <laughs> and so it had to be at our wedding, of course. Uh, and But when we've, we, we've heard the story about this and, oh, it was here, 
I, I remember your folks telling us that, oh yeah, well the night before, you know, we were up making potato salad, potato salad macaroni salad, all the things like for the reception. They and that's, potlucked their wedding reception. It's unheard of now. And they had, they had 500 people show up at their wedding reception and the whole wow. thing was a potluck. Wow. Because right, it's so unheard of to actually make the food for your party. Right. Um, and and when we when you get married, right, you, you, the decision is, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with this person. It's not, I can't wait to have one incredibly fancy, expensive day I'll hardly remember with this person. <laughs> and so you need to, right, and that's and that's where it is. Like that's the the power of understanding your finances is that you get to really first you understand your priorities and what's really important to you then you get to rearrange the money mm -hmm. to match your priorities. So yes, if for, you know, you've dreamt since you were a little kid of, of this you know, particular type of dress and you're walking in and there's fireworks on the way out and there's a, <laughs> you have trained squirrels driving cars around you, whatever it is, like crazy stuff. If that is your highest priority, then yeah, you move your money around to support your priority. But I think what a lot of people find is once they sit down and think about their priorities, what they really want to achieve, well, then they find that the money settles into where it needs to go and they can actually do the things that are most important to them, right? right. We have to say no to some of the things that we like so we can say yes to the things that we love. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So true. Like saying yes to God's call. Like this is- Absolutely. That is more than anything like that is our path to, to happiness, to holiness. Like, and it's, it's so crazy how we could get influenced by what's going on in the world, what's going on in social media. So it's important that we, again, we, we protect our minds. We got to protect our minds and all what we like to say is that we got to start thinking of holy things. We can't be thinking of worldly things anymore. Like let's, yep. let's think about what, what God wants for our lives. Let's do that. And let's trust that he will provide everything mm -hmm. versus us being afraid and worried. Like in the scriptures, we talk about like what happens to those people that are worried, like they end up drowning, like trying to walk in the water, water, like, <laughs> like don't be that person. And, and it, it is that mindset shift that of like not being influenced. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not comparing. So there's oh, yeah. um, that quote out there, like compare less, feel better. Yeah. And it's so mm. true because yeah. then you'll just get stuck trying to reach what isn't attainable for you, maybe. Yeah. Or might, might not even be that important to you in the corner of your heart. You think it's important mm -hmm. because you're seeing everybody doing it, but you know, like God put something else in your heart that is, is wanting to strive for, but you're allowing these hindrances to stop you from, from allowing that to come into your heart. So um, I do like what you said though when it comes to the root of all this like these fears is a lack of competency around finances and one of the things that we we like to teach is like in order for you to have the confidence you've got to gain the competence like the reason mm -hmm. why a lot of people don't have the confidence to take the next step into marriage because they lack the competence of the skills of the things that they actually need to to get through that whole journey to marriage and this is one of those skills that you've got to you've got to really learn about and not be um, not just put it off to the side because if this is a, something that you fear that is something that should be like a trigger for you the listener to want to learn everything that you need about this so that it won't be a hindrance of you doing God's will for your life because that is the number one 
that is the number one thing. It's, it's, it even says it right behind Amanda, Amanda and Jonathan, real success is ending up in heaven. Like that is the number one goal. And don't allow this finances to stop you from attaining and doing that for, for your life. So if you want to like maximize your competency around finances, like this is the book. You've got to you've got to read this book. It it'll get you everything you need like and it'll cut all the distractions because there's again like what they said, there's so many books and things that you could read, but this teaches everything from a Catholic worldview and it, it's it's the only re financial resource that you do need. So, go to walletwin.com backslash book to get your copy. Um and with that being said, do you do you want to ask a question? Yeah. Um, so Jonathan, you're talking about priorities and like how mm -hmm. people need to really reflect and get that in alignment, um, especially when it comes to having another person going towards marriage. So we want to ask, like, what should Catholics in a serious dating relationship be focusing on right now in regards to their finances? As you are considering marriage as you're going, you're preparing to, to, to discern this, uh, I'd say first, I mean, kind of get your, get your financial house in order, get, you know, you need to understand how you approach money. You need to start budgeting your money and having a healthy outlook and knowing what, where you're going and what your goals are and how you're going to get there. Um, kind of make yourself like, uh, as, as, uh, attractive in that area as possible right spruce up your finances a little bit and that doesn't really it doesn't need to mean oh go get a huge raise and all this stuff or have all these flashy things that are going to signal that you have money whether you do or not um it's know what you're doing right gain that competency so that you can impress right oh yes yeah i actually do know what's going on with my money and i have these goals and i'm going towards this and i project i'll be you know i'll have my student loans done on this time or i'll be buying a house around that time you're gonna look pretty good <laughs> um, and and just to, i mean again and also just as you understand more of what money is how we're asked to use it as catholics what our role is with it I think you're just going to maybe settle down some of those nerves and that worry, maybe any, some of that shame and that guilt, because you're able just to enter it into the truth of it and be more comfortable handling money as you, you practice, as you get better at it. Uh, and so that as you, you're not thinking about it so much, right? You're not worried. Can, oh, I don't even know where all my money went, but so I don't even know. Can I take you out on a date to talk about this stuff? Mm -hmm. You, ha you know, I've got this much budgeted to go on dates this month. So mm -hmm. now you can go out and you don't have that little, that little voice on the, on your, on the back of your head saying, you know, oh, this might be your rent. I wouldn't get dessert. Uh, you can actually enter into the conversation and be present to the person that you're with and enter into that discernment. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, if I, we didn't budget, I, we weren't in the skill. We didn't have the skill of budgeting when we were dating. No, we didn't. <laughs> but I certainly didn't. <laughs> If I could look back and take what I know now back then, you know, my budget wouldn't look anything like it does today just because I am in a completely different life state. My grocery bill would certainly be a lot less. <laughs> um, but what I would see, you know, I wouldn't see the groceries so high, but I would see, I'd see dating. Mm. You know, I'd probably put outside of, um, you know, giving and rent. Dating might be my third highest category is because I want to spend as much time as I can discerning with this person. Let's figure this out 
And so that's going to mean that we're going to be going out and doing activities and mm. and sharing meals. Um, just cut, you know, after you get married, the date nights at home are sometimes more required when you've got little ones sleeping. But if you can get out and enjoy yourself, get out there. <laughs> yeah. um, and then another thing I, I think I would probably see in the budget, and I see it now in ours, um, but we do things to invest in our health, not only our physical health, but our emotional health um, and kind of even our marriage. Like we'll go on retreats and we'll read books and we'll invest in resources to kind of keep us staying sharp. And so if I was dating, I'd be probably getting books on discernment. I'd probably be attending conferences or events. Um, and I'd be surrounding myself with people wanting to be intentional about discernment and finding their vocation too. So that's probably what I'd see in my budget. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I mean, sometimes people are in dating relationships and they, they're not even like really dating. They're just, their partner's just kind of there because they're mm -hmm. focused on still the other things in their lives. And then maybe they'll talk to their, their partner at the end of the day. Yeah. But like what you said, finances does play a, a huge role in discernment because mm -hmm. you like you're really discerning if this person person has the necessary virtue to be a good holy husband holy wife like and you're gonna have to see them in the flesh of like doing things and i know like we did a lot of things like babysitting and just kind of like seeing each mm, other in those yes. roles mm. of how we should uh like how how we would adapt if we were called to right. to becoming husbands and wives together and um it's so important. And again, it all stems back to making sure you have the money, making sure you know the money. And I know Jonathan and Amanda said that, you know, they didn't get it all figured out when they were dating, but they, they went through the challenges. They went through all these, they learned all these things so that you don't have to go through that in your stage of life. Like you could, if the earlier you start learning these things, like the better, it's just going to compound throughout time. Um, we've experienced that in our relationship and I know they have like investing yourself is like the, the next step. So if you want to mm -hmm. invest in yourself, like buy this book, buy this book, like this investment will give you the greatest ROI. Um, like if this is, gives you that confidence and clarity in your finances for you to finally get engaged, get married, like do God's will for your life in this vocation, wouldn't that be worth a few dollars? I hope it would be. <laughs> because marriage will change your life forever and it's it's such a it's a beautiful blessing um it's a challenge but we're growing and we're learning and it's it's amazing like i couldn't ask for anything more than that so um get their book walletwin.com backslash book again it's walletwin.com backslash book and um i think that's it i, I want to ask for for the both of you like for all those who want who are listening right now that want to connect with you on a more deeper level know more about walletwin so on and so forth. How can they better connect with you um, after listening to this episode? People can find us on any social media channel at WalletWin. And then we also have a podcast we release weekly. So people can keep up with us over there. So anywhere you get your podcasts, it's called the WalletWin podcast. Yep, just search WalletWin, all one word. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you'll find it. And of course, our website walletwin.com. We've got some free resources there to help you get started on your financial journey as well. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jonathan, Amanda. It's been a pleasure conversating with you and just learning everything. You guys are an inspiration for us in our marriage. 
and uh, and how we see finances. So uh, we're excited for you, your mission, this book, and how it's going to change the church on a on a huge level. Um, so thank you so much for your time. With that being said, we are praying for all of you, holy couples, on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Marriage podcast. If you received some positive value from this episode, screenshot this on your phone and tag us on Facebook and Instagram at Journey to Marriage. Let us know why you love this episode and what you'd like to hear in the future. Also, if you're a Catholic in a serious relationship, discerning the vocation of marriage together, we'd like to invite you to join us at our free One Holy Relationship Couples Challenge. This challenge is designed to equip you both with the tools and strategies to help you discern and take action on the next steps of your relationship with more clarity and speed. Go to OneHolyRelationship.com to get registered for free. By joining this challenge, you will also get an opportunity to join a growth-minded community of other Catholic couples striving for holiness, who desire to discern and prepare for the vocation of marriage with excellence, as well as a live Q&A and coaching from us, so that we can answer all your burning questions. To join our free challenge, go to OneHolyRelationship.com right now.